0: Welcome fellow pilots to another podcast episode on our series of information regarding the tentative agreement. I'm your host, Strategic Communication Chairman David Campbell. In this episode, we'll be talking about vacation. And to do that, we have Will McQuillan, your MEC Chairman. Hi, Will. Hi, Dave. And Chris Gruner, your Negotiating Committee Chairman. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks. Thanks for coming. So vacation is a really important part of scheduling and our pilots care a lot about that. We, we hear a lot about it. And because preferential bidding will change a lot in how we bid and how our schedules are given to us, we thought it that a episode specifically geared towards vacation would be warranted. So we'll, maybe we can start this conversation off with the problem that we were trying to solve in negotiations.
1: Yeah, well we certainly heard clearly from the pilots that being able to use their vacation and get full utility out of it was important and to have the flexibility to use it as well. I think some of the key frustrations around the current vacation system with line bidding were potentially having to make up additional credit in the, the step trade process in order to uh, you know bring yourself within the credit window and sometimes use the utility of that vacation as well as retaining our accrual system, retaining the ability to trade, and then likewise being able to be sure that you've got those days off that you want.
0: I think we've described the problem and, and the goals to fixing those. What are some of the ways that we've done that? Yeah, well, I
1: think as we go through this today,
2: we'll talk, first of all, just about some changes to our vacation system as it stands today. And then we can talk a little bit more about how the vacation rules will be improved in PBS. So, just to start, um, we did increase the vacation credit itself. So, currently it's at $330. Um, in this TA, we've increased it to 345 I think context there is important. When you're looking at vacation, you need to look at both accruals and the value of the vacation day. They work together. And so, when we look at other properties that have similar accruals, uh, you've really got United and Delta as the closest comparator. So, United has 315 for their vacation day and then delta they actually have less accruals under the top of their seniority list than we do and they uh, get 345 but only for the first 14 days and then the rest of their vacation days are valued at 330
1: Right. And I certainly in my conversations with those properties, they encouraged us to hang on to the value of what we already had in vacation. And I'm glad to see that compared to the current system, accruals really haven't changed, but there really is just more value for your vacation days. And as we'll note here shortly, with more value, you'll meet the credit window quicker, meaning really more days off.
2: Yeah. And uh, another thing we ended up doing is just increasing the amount of vacation that's available in the mid-distribution months. So as you guys are well aware, um, we have three months of the year where the company can only put 3% of the vacation into each of those months, and uh, we've increased that to 4%. And so uh, if you look at other properties, they might have a higher value, but then they also have kind of shoulder months where they're not putting as much vacation in. So I think for us, we also wanted to retain the amount of vacation the other nine months and not have a, a... a negative impact on any of those other days so on balance it does provide more vacation on those summer months where people want it but then also doesn't reduce what's available the rest of the time
1: yeah and being part of the award process for years when i did membership work i know that it may not sound like much but when you say a one percent increase it, it does make a material difference in terms of those extra pilots being able to grab a summer vacation where they maybe weren't able to in the past
2: yeah and then the the third change that we have just to our current system is going to be the uh, amount of vacation that's required to not have to bid for a month so currently that's at 22 days and uh, we've reset that down to 18 days so i'll just provide more opportunity for uh, pilots to be able to take an entire month off and you can still pick up in that month if you like and over vacation days and everything else so uh, it just kind of gives you more flexibility and uh, ability to control your schedule
1: yeah, again, to that point of preserving the utility and the things that were important in the old system, but getting a little bit more value for them now, Now just 18 days, and you'll be able to take the month off if that's what you want to do.
0: So, Chris, in PBS, how will vacation be different?
2: Yeah, it does work a bit differently when you uh, see the bidding process. So we'll go through each of the tools specifically and how they're going to uh, essentially help amplify your credit and give you more flexibility. Just broadly... With PBS, let's just say your goal is to get three random days off in a particular month. If you prioritize that, it's going to be a lot easier for you to get that now. So there is some inherent flexibility uh, with that. Then along those lines now, there's other tools that uh, we can use to make sure that we uh, basically prevent pilots from having to fly extra, Uh, you know, cram the days off around their vacation with more flying, which we know is a source of frustration for a lot of pilots, and then thirdly, we'll talk about golden days off, which is uh, basically six days that you get that you can use throughout the year, kind of out of seniority order on a first come, first served basis. They're not credit or pay associated with them, but they just are a placeholder to make sure they build a line around those days and help you protect anniversaries, birthdays, and things along those lines.
1: Yeah, it gets back to that utility argument because I've heard clearly that people don't want to use a great deal of vacation in order to just get a single day off or a small event or a weekend as opposed to an entire week. And so you've both enhanced that ability with PBS inherently and also with these tools that, that Chris is going to describe here in just a second, but also for those who are truly looking for uh, you know, an extended period of time off or, as we just said, the entire month off, it's all baked in there. Okay, Chris, let us know what those tools are you, you mentioned.
2: So these first ones I'm going to talk about are available to pilots that have five or more consecutive days of vacation in a particular month and the pilots have to opt into these. So you have uh, the ability to use them or you can bid your schedule differently if you'd like. So the first one is uh, ability to bid a low credit window and be guaranteed that you'll get a line built within this window. So it's uh, 68 to 78 hours. So again, what that allows you to do is to not have your line filled up with trips on your days off. So it helps you mitigate that impact. And then going down to 68 hours, also that's below the guarantee of uh, 70. So it's a reason we're having pilots opt in is because you'll have a prorated guarantee if you end up actually being successful and getting to the bottom end of that credit window but it also provides more flexibility for pilots to be able to prioritize days off. Alongside that, the low credit window, this other tool that we have is uh, pretty powerful to be able to help you to now push yourself down to the bottom end of that credit window. And so that is applying virtual credit to vacation days. So again, this is an opt-in program, and uh, what will happen is when they are the, the PBS system is awarding your line it will apply an extra hour of credit to each vacation day you have up to seven days and now once the line's awarded it pulls them off and they don't count for anything but essentially mm-hmm. what that's doing is it pushes your line further down and then again gives you the opportunity to get more days off and that's again gonna uh, factor into a uh, a prorated guarantee if you go below 70 hours but it can even functionally push you down below that 68 hours at the end of the day, because it's being counted as part of the credit window when they're building your award.
1: Yeah. And I just think that maybe that concept may sound a little foreign to people who haven't dealt with it before in another PBS system or haven't heard from it, or obviously our legacy line uh, bidders, you know, that that basically artificially pumping up the value of your vacation days is intuitively going to give you more days off is sure. kind of the... Quick and simple version of it. Right. And just
2: again to simplify it a little bit, each virtual credit is just being used when it's calculating your line in the uh, credit window. And then it's going to come off your line essentially once that line's awarded to you. So it just has value for line construction.
0: Yeah. It, 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 would it be fair to say it's one way to look at that is it tricks the bidding program into thinking you have an extra day and a half off in the seven day vacation week? Yeah, exactly. And pilots opt in for that. They do. Is that right? Okay. Yep. So if you want to, you can
2: still amp up your pay and fly more. And we know there are pilots that want to do that. So we're not keeping them from doing that, but these mm-hmm. are just options to be able to uh, get days off on vacation months if you if that's what your preference is.
1: Right, the two sides of the coin, those who want to right. m- extract maximum value in a vacation month, and we'll talk about vacation any in a bit, and then this side of the coin that we're talking about here, who want to maximize days off.
0: Yeah, it seems like that's an approach taken in a lot of things. It, the choices at the pilots, do you want to prioritize your days off or do you want to prioritize making money? yeah and you can make that decision now before the year even
2: starts david we have the ability for pilots to sell back as much vacation as they want before bidding starts and then uh, the way that will work is the three men distribution months are still going to be protected so the company can't go any lower than what they would have prior to vacation being sold back and so it protects those days but then the whatever vacations remaining will just be distributed among the other nine months so it really shouldn't have an effect on a pilot's ability to bid the vacation they want. It just allows the pilots that want to sell it back to be able to do so. So another issue we uh, work to protect against is having PBS slam trips right up against your vacation days. So we've got uh, another thing here, Violet days off. It's similar for those of you that came over from Virgin, the Virgin days off. It's a similar concept there. Basically, piles will get two inviolate days off for each block of five consecutive vacation blocks in a month, up to four. So you can have either two inviolate days off if you have a block of five consecutive vacation days, or you can have four inviolate days off if you have two blocks of uh, five consecutive vacation days. And then with those, there is no pay and credit. They're just placeholders on your line up against your vacation, and you can place them where you want them as long as they're adjacent to your vacation days to be able to, again, just protect them.
1: Right. And even though I know that the question comes up because it did come up in discussing this uh, with some people, well, wait, vacation days are awarded in seven-day blocks. Well, obviously, that can change through you know either trading or whatever else you do. And so this just with a, a thinner block, if you will, an awarded block, that five-day block retains the utility of your vacation. It's a pretty powerful tool. Yep.
2: And sometimes you have vacation that traverses months. So, you know, it allows you to use, if you have five of those days in any one month, you can still utilize these tools.
0: But they'll still be awarded
2: in seven day blocks. Is that right? It's the same award system yeah, that we have. Yeah, okay.
1: That that piece hasn't changed at all.
2: Okay. And one other thing, I do want to highlight this other piece here too. We did put some restrictions on single vacation days. So um, first of all, like we talked about before, there's less utility to them just with PBS is why we're not allowing the single day vacation restrictions here happen to happen until PBS is implemented, because now you can bid days off that you want easier. The concept here is you can only bid a single day into a month once. So if you bid a single day into a month and it's adjacent to another block of vacation days, that won't count. It's just an isolated single day. You can only do that once in each bid period. And so the whole idea there is if you have less than 18 days, there's still a requirement or a need for you to be able to fly a schedule and not blow up the whole month by scattering your vacation all over the month. And what that ends up functionally doing is creating less flexibility for other pilots. So... uh, Understand that's something that people, you know, utilize to be able to manage their schedule now. But when we looked at this whole system, there was less utility in being able to do that. And in order to make the rest of the system work, we wanted to make sure that um, it was all done on a seniority basis.
1: Right. And just to be clear, that's the only thing that there's a restriction on vacation, day trading, otherwise remains in the same form as we've known it. Right. Well, we can still trade two day blocks. Oh, of course. Yeah, the the two day blocks are unrestricted. If you can find another pilot who is willing to trade with you, for example, for Christmas or something like that that we've seen, that utility is still retained. I think one important part, David, is that the utility of single day trading or whatnot changes with PBS. We retained it, of course, but it, we've tried to increase the utility of vacation overall in the PBS system, as we're describing in this podcast. It's just different. Chris, you mentioned briefly the golden
0: days off. Explain more of the details about that and how we can use those. Yeah, David, so each pilot has six golden days off to use every year. There's
2: no pay and credit associated with them. They're basically just gonna be a placeholder to have PBS build around your schedule and they're first come for serve. So uh, that way we can hold this out of seniority to a certain extent. Now there's certain restrictions on them. So we have to use them in blocks of two or three days They're gonna be available as soon as vacation trading opens. So now you can place them wherever you want at that time up until a bid period prior to when you wanna use them. And then a couple other restrictions, you can't have more than uh, 10% of the bid block holders or the reserve pilots using a GDO on a given day, so it's gonna shut down at a certain point. And you also can't use them on days that receive holiday pay. But other than that, it does give pilots a lot of flexibility to pick, again, birthdays, anniversaries, things along those lines, be able to place these things on there and know a year out, or at least starting in November prior to the year going into it, that you're going to be able to protect those days,
0: bit around them, and then start making plans. So it is helpful to help pilots plan their lives better. So Chris, you can place them on your schedule as early as when the vacation trading opens, but if close in something may come up that you want to use them for and there's a process for that as well right
2: yeah so you can use them again all the way up until i think it's 15 days prior to when the bids close for the month you're trying to use them in Mm -hmm. now if you're trying to use it in the first three days of the month it's going to have to be two bid periods prior but um broadly yeah there's a lot of flexibility to be able to uh still hold on to them and put them on that line as you move down and once you put them on the line too you can remove them it, you know, you, but then now you're taking a risk that somebody else is going to close that day at that point. So, okay. um, there there is ability to kind of move those around throughout the,
0: the year. So up until now, we've been talking with the assumption that you're a bid block holder. For those that either expect to be on reserve or end up on reserve, what is the vacation like for that? Yeah, that's a pain point, huh? Mm-hmm. So uh, no, we we put
2: quite a bit of effort into this. So um, we have a process that's going to be in place until pbs is implemented and then once pbs is implemented the process will be smoother but it'll be similar as far as the value um, that vacation carries into the pbs system so to start i'll just talk about how it's going to work in line bidding so uh what will happen is that when you bid vacation and then you have your reserve line placed on top of it you'll still have the days that conflict with vacation they'll fall away but now What they're gonna do, the company's gonna take a look at the pro rata table, and vacation days won't count as days available. And then they're gonna see if you're owed additional days off based on that calculation. And if you are, they're gonna remove reserve wraps from the outside in of a reserve block until you get the days off that you're owed. So that will make sure that you're not losing value Uh, for credit for the
0: vacation that falls on days off. So in other words, you've solved that problem where if you either can't hold it or make a mistake and bid for your vacation, uh, or you have your vacation, and then you bid a line where you have five days of vacation off that also correspond to your vacation, currently you just lose those days off. This solves that problem.
1: That's right. Very clear pain point we've heard from the reserve pilots for years.
2: So then when we move into PBS, it's going to be a lot smoother. So basically you're going to, each reserve day now is going to be just a calendar day and pilots will just bid for their reserve days around the vacation days and it will essentially have the same calculation. It'll be close to it to be able to then just place reserve days on your schedule already accounting for the vacation days that you have for the month. And what will pay look like on a vacation month for a reserve pilot? Yeah, so that will be different as well. So the way it will work is the days you're actually sitting reserve will each have a, a value. And so you'll get a prorated guarantee based on what you're actually sitting. And then the vacation days will be pay only. So now they'll be paid above guarantee now instead of just being sucked up underneath the guarantee as paying credit.
1: A very nice change.
2: And in no case, by the way, will you ever be required to fly more reserve days and you'll never get less than what the reserve guarantee is.
0: Thanks for describing that. And I mean, to summarize it briefly, there's a lot of changes, but basically the TA allows pilots to make the choice of protecting time off, days off, or building up your line value. And there's a lot of ways to do that in the new system.
2: Yes, this should offer a lot more flexibility, which we know is one of the
0: uh, primary goals that the pilots have uh, stated very clearly. Well, I hope this has been helpful to pilots and you've had questions answered. If you have more questions, reach out to us to get those answered. There's a FAQ document on the website at alaskapilots.org but also I want to make you aware we have created a hotline for PBS questions that's staffed by the PBS working group who are all alpha pilots here who've done a lot of work that number is 833-ALA-PBS1 again 833-ALA-PBS1 Or if you just want the number 833-252-7271 so if you have a question about vacation in pbs or another pbs question those are the guys to call if you have a question on any other part of the tentative agreement please call your rep or go on to that same website and there is a form to ask a question in addition to the things i've just been talking about there are a number of other places where you can get information. We have completely revamped the website. And on that, you will find the quick guide to the tentative agreement, an executive summary of the tentative agreement. And as soon as the proofreading is done on the full language of the tentative agreement itself, that will be on the website. There will also be a schedule of upcoming roadshows as well as links to more podcasts, a frequently asked question table with a form where you can ask a follow-up question if you have any more. There are instructions on how to cast a ballot for the tentative agreement, and once the actual date range for the voting period is known, that will be posted on the website as well. To get to that website, simply go to alaskapilots.org. Again, we encourage you to reach out to any of the subject matter experts or your block rep. Make sure you're getting the definitive answer to the questions that you may have. And With that, I'd like to thank you guys for coming in to help talk about this vacation. Thanks, David. Thanks, David. And I'd like to thank our listeners for joining in. This has been another episode of the Alaska Pilots Podcast. I'm your host, Strategic Communications Chairman, David Campbell.